for promo? Shut the fuck up, Kent. Welcome, welcome to the Friday Night Friday Super Night Show. Super on its new home, DabinAladdin.com. With its host, Dabin Aladdin. I run the Super run Show the super now. The Super Show is my show now. I run the Super Show now. This is my show now, you bitch. I run the Super Show, bitch. The Super Show is my show now. I run the Super Show now. This is my show now. Wow, wow. It's my show. I run the Super Show. This is my show now, it's mine. I run the super show. This is my show. The Dabbing Aladdin show. Dabbing Aladdin Friday night. Super show, it's my show now. Dabbing Aladdin Friday night. Super show, it's my show now. Dabbing Aladdin show. All other Friday night shows are fake. This is mine. can't see it. I got on sunglasses and gloves. I can't work the mouse. Here we go. I think I keep. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. That drives the cool. While I've got the mood. That really move I said chill. Up and down there. Fine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I'm a- what do I just throw? I don't know what this is. A fucking plug. What up, Trip? I can't see shit. Glad, this blunt is gonna burn. Glad to be a part burn of the my- mega powers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the Super Show will the Friday rise night to the Super top. Show, home, home of the Mega Powers. <laughs> oh yeah, let me tell you something, brother. The Hulkster is here, and I'm gonna tell all these nit Hulksters. 
what they need to hear tonight on the Friday Night Super Show live on Dab Comedy Network. Mm. If you're listening now, you're probably aware of this. We have a new YouTube channel, Friday Night Super Show on YouTube. Go follow it. It is, it is its own thing. Dab Comedy is really an army, ladies and gentlemen, and we are always at war against various fucking forces of evil out there in the world, and they're trying to get us. And it is very important that if they get and us... entertainment. <laughs> and fucking trannies. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Bankers and entertainment, a.k.a. trannies and Jews. That is who we are up against, people. And they're trying to get us taken down from YouTube, from blog talk, from everywhere. It is important that if they get us, they don't get all of us. What I'm doing here is basically diversifying my bonds. And now, if they get the Super Show, the Super Show channel's gone. But I still have the Dab Comedy channel. I still have the Dab and Aladdin podcast channel. I still have the Dab and Aladdin channel. So really, I'm just doing kind of what I did on Twitter with my year fucking wrecking havoc across the fucking internet nerd wrestling community. And now it's really becoming more and more known that fucking Twitter is just a wasteland of fucking outrage mobs. That's what is becoming more and more known everywhere publicly. I keep seeing people say it. Ever since that guy fucking Jack Dorsey took it over, that little fucking prick who went on Joe Rogan, ever since he fucking took it over, the thing's just been going downhill. It used to actually be cool. Now it's literally just an outrage mob. It's just, you just go there to be fucking outraged. That's what everybody on there is. I, I've never found like a more like diversive long form podcast than when he had whatever that broad that was like the head of the PR shit or whatever and Jack and Jack's like I don't know I just sit up in the hills and count my billions you know and, and yeah this, the lawyer this, bitch this one then, broad yeah this this one broad's like yeah. you know it's like we don't do any of that he's like well you do because we've had it. yeah with Tim Pool which I've been friends with Tim Pool I had him on uh. My podcast when uh, during like the 2012 2013 style, I'm still friends with him on Facebook. Um, but it's like kind of oh, like God. one of those in case of emergency, break open glass. So it's like I don't, you know. Definitely. I, I, I don't. I, uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I actually finally reached out. I actually finally reached out to my famous friend and asked them to do my podcast, The Godfather. Cause I've been like meaning to for a while and now I see him posting him doing everybody's podcasts. So I fucking hit him up and I was like, yo, I see you doing everybody's podcasts. What do I got to do to get you on mine? And he was like, I've been only doing people's podcasts who have been paying me, but I'll just do yours for free. And I was like, word, you're a fucking pimp. And I'm going to fucking do one with him soon. I was thinking I'll probably interview him with uh, Ernesto. I think Ernesto would fucking really like to be there for that shit. So I fucking told Ernesto that he, that he can definitely be there when the Godfather interview happens. So that's going to be a sure. good time. And uh the bus the whole time it's like, you know, you've got <laughs> this white this white guy, he hates black people. He's a Yeah, yeah dude. This is only a color people <laughs> podcast. So right. we we can't be having we can't be having any crackers on here when we interview the nation like domination trip. Like, I'm sorry. I'm Irish and native. I got native blood, <laughs> but you don't see me like pulling You're going to be like, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to get to Tonka, you know, to, to blow in a call, yeah. you know, even though he's been dead for 20 years or whatever. But I mean, you can always interview wrestling superstar Billy Graham. Have you ever heard of him? I hear he's a real fucking legend. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he, he does numbers when he's on a podcast. So but, much so no, that uh, Jesse, Jesse Ventura stole his entire gimmick. So much so. 
Really? I had oh, a new one. Jo- oh, yeah. You don't know that? That's like, dude, look at Jesse Ventura's gimmick and then look at Superstar Billy Graham. And Superstar Billy Graham had it for a long time before that. That makes sense. I don't know where my fucking blunt poker is, dude. I don't, it's probably not smart to wear sunglasses. And this fucking lighter is like holding on by a thread. But it's working, though. You fucking see it. This shit's fucking... Dude, I think a gay guy tried to fuck me in Whole Foods this week. Like Marty Jannetty? I don't know if it was... He was he was like <laughs> in better shape than Marty Jannetty. Oh, okay. No, nah, dude. I was well, in Whole happened? Foods, right? Well, you can't just end there. Yeah, what's, what's going on in Whole Foods? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, I went into Whole Foods and I bought some angel hair spaghetti and some uh, omega threes, and then fucking took my black ass home. And, you know, like you're getting fucking, you know, proposition sure and ass raped. And the I'm pretty sure this good dude tried to fuck me, dude. I don't know what his deal is, but so anyway, I'm in Whole Foods. I get like pretty much everything I need, and then I just need protein bars and like some pita bread. So I go to that aisle. And then there's this guy standing near the fucking bars I need. And then I start just going, like, nudging, like, like through there trying to get my fucking protein bars. And then he asked right. me how I like my mask. And my mask, like, has, like, a valve on it and shit. So I was like, it's a pretty good mask. I like it. But when yeah, I went I to the Verizon that. store, I was like, yeah, it's good. But when I went to the Verizon store, this guy started giving me shit, telling me that, like, my fucking particles can get through the fucking vents and they're not going to allow them type of masks on planes and blah 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 so i was telling that guy he's man that's like bullshit blah 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 and yeah then basically we just start talking about how like corona's fake and then he was like oh like did like it affect your business at all blah 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 or like did it affect your work and i was like nah i like work for myself so like i you know i'm good and he asked me what i do and i was like i make dab swords and i like do podcasts and shit and then he was, like, saying how he's an entrepreneur, too, and he, like, met this couple who's, like, millionaires or, like, some shit. I can and see they, like, going. Him, <laughs> and they, like, taught him, like, all this shit and, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, he works for them, so he's not going to need to work when he's older and blah, blah, blah. He was, like, a pretty, like, ripped dude in a tank top. Definitely could be homosexual. And I, like, I was, shirt. I was in my own business. Was it one of those it was, it half like shirts from the, like a top. gold gems half shirt from the eighties? Like, <laughs> with it was some like, booty shorts it, with my wife's running like a, shorts on. A lighter color, like blue or some shit. So then he starts right. talking about how he like works for this old couple, blah blah blah. And he was just talking for like a while. Like the conversation was definitely going on a little bit too long. So then like I was just trying to like kind of get out of it. So I'm like, yeah, man. Like, All right, man. Then, I'm gonna oh, get my and, protein bars and fuck off. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. And he starts telling me how he lived in San Diego and blah blah blah. And then he said how like, he was like, how am I supposed to go out on a date with the coronavirus? Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, yeah, man, it sucks. And then he was like, and then I'm I'm trying to get out of it. So I was just like, do well. Like I figure a good close to the conversation is yeah, man. Fucking nice meeting you. Are you like on Instagram or whatever? And then I'll just fucking follow him and unfollow him or whatever. You know what I mean? And then uh, he's like, a- actually, I'm like, not on social media. I see why you are for business. Can I have your, your number? So I'm like. I was about to say, yeah, wait, sh- hold on, hold on. Lie, lie one right here. The easiest thing to decipher. Wait, wait, you're an entrepreneur as well. And you don't, you're not on social media at all. Yeah. I'm sure business is fucking booming for you, whatever it is that you do, dude. You know? Like, yeah. 
I, I still don't know what this fucking guy does, dude. Like, he was just saying he works for this. It was very vague, you know what I mean? So, like, anyway, you slip getting... him your number, and what happened after that? And then, after well, he, like, it was, it was a fucking weirdo. He texted me immediately and then, like, wanted to make sure that I got it. <laughs> like, if I gave him the wrong number, if I gave him the wrong number, I would have had to fight a jacked gay dude in the bread aisle. You know what I mean? So, luckily, I didn't give him my fucking, I didn't give him the wrong number. I gave him my number, and he texted me. He had, like... He had fucking some Irish name. I'm not going to say it on the podcast in case he's fucking PJ listening and doesn't want to fuck Something along those lines. And then, uh, yeah, then he was like, if you don't hear from me in a couple days, hit me up. And obviously I didn't hit him up because, like, why am I going to hit somebody up like that? And then he, like, called me a day or two ago. He just, like, called me. And I didn't answer the phone because, like, why am I going to answer? Like, what do I have to gain from a random stranger in Hopeless? Maybe this is how you become rich. Maybe you listen to rich fucking guys who say they work for millionaires in a tank top in the bread aisle. Maybe that's how it happens. Maybe I'm just a homophobe, and I think the man who tried to shove a rubber fist in my anus was a homosexual, and I have the whole thing completely wrong. But I don't know, dude. I think he was probably a homosexual. And uh, I, I don't know. Need, should we call him, on, like, call him on the show no. and try to see if he's trying to fuck? <laughs> no, that will derail the whole show, and especially somebody that's after you that bad. It's like if if you had a hard time getting away from them in the protein bar aisle, I highly doubt it's going to be easy to get away from them on the fucking podcast. Yeah, definitely. Dude, this lighter is on its fucking end, and I I like keep filling it with fluid. Oh fuck! Oh oh yeah. Fucking crush it, dude! I don't know what the fuck these cats are whining about, but yeah, dude, dude, is he up? Dude, you can't be going near the flag, bro. Get the fuck down. Get the Get fuck down. down. The flag sacred. These colors don't run. Get down. Hey, no kitty, that's a bad kitty. Get down. Oh, what up? This is my cat. What up, bro? Yeah, get out of here. But yeah, I think you just need to work on your glutes if you're, you know, attracting that kind of like cart, you know, con. I mean, I think I'm doing pretty good if I'm attracting those type of fucking guys, dude. Because if I could fucking fuck a in shape gay guy without trying, I mean, that means that I'm like, I'm probably look pretty good. You know what I mean? I, I honestly, dude. You know what it might have <laughs> been, dude? It's like, is I had on. I was rocking the fucking, so it was laundry day, right? I was waiting to go pick up my laundry. So I didn't have my regular clothes, right? So I had, a, I had like, you know those like sweat, those sweatpants shorts? Yeah, like what? Like the terry cloth kind or like the... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I had, I had, those were the only shorts I had that weren't fucking dirty. And I, I didn't want to, like, wear those alone because it's kind of gay. So I wore those, and then I wore a pair of sweatpants, like, over them while I was just going to the fucking store quick. So, like, you definitely couldn't see my dick through the sweatpants, but there was definitely a big chunk of the sweat shorts under the sweatpants. Right, so you're, like, kind of, like, knocking around. Yeah, it definitely looked like yeah, I had a yeah, giant Yeah, you were just, like, and, yeah, and you're just knocking around in like, there. You know, yeah, this dude is probably like, this dude is just fucking cruising for dick in Whole Foods if he's just walking <laughs> around with a, with a piece like that just fucking like, coming come, out of the pants. 
He's like, dude, come back he's to trying the meat. Come back to the. Yeah. I was just gonna say, come back to the meat aisle. Shove a whole snapper up your ass, like. <laughs> I was gonna say I was going through the bread aisle. He saw me. He was like, he's trying to stick something in these buns. You know what I'm saying? And he fucking saw that fucking piece in my pants, and he just was thinking that's what I was there for. But it's not. I'm notorious for fucking cruising grocery stores just looking at bitches' asses and sexy bitches. I talk about it on podcasts all the time. Multiple women have gotten mad at me about it. But that's just how it is. I tell the truth on these podcasts. I cannot be censured, unlike Joe Rogan, who took $100 million to remove all controversial podcasts and never have a controversial guest again and go from interviewing the likes of Alex Jones and Ben Shapiro to interviewing Miley Cyrus. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying that's what happened this week on, on the Internet. And it's, I think it's worth bringing but they've up. Got all the YouTube, they got all the YouTube shit up through the end of the year. So, I, I mean, that's yeah, why I watch it anyway. That's, and the you know, I just go straight to YouTube. Yeah, but now it's not going to be there. And all the controversial episodes that have millions of views are going to be gone from the internet for good. I mean, of course, third parties are going to post them and shit. But when it happened, he went out of his way to be like, nothing is going to change. The show is going to be the same. I can still do whatever I want. I'm just going to Spotify. It's like, oh, you didn't tell us that, Joe. You didn't tell us they're going to take down all the good shows. And now we're just going to be able uh, to hear you. They might have not told them. Honestly, phone. they might have not told them because it's like that's that's a back catalog. You know what I mean? So it's like <clears throat> I would imagine if that was the case, like I, I would definitely have to say, okay, well, you definitely need, you know, when, when the Texas shit gets up and running, you definitely need like a controversial fig, uh, figure for one of those first yeah, handful of better episodes. Bang out another, because, you better bang out another four-hour Alex Jones one next week. Right. Well, that, and that was part of the, like the licensing thing that they said too. Was like, okay, well, that's all back catalog stuff for Spotify. So if Spotify doesn't want to use one of those, you know, earlier episodes that's for nothing, then you know they don't have to. They still live in infamy on YouTube forever. So you know, whatever. Like, yeah, it is a big yeah. ass move, though. I'm not going to doubt bullshit. that. Yeah, I, when I heard that, I didn't believe it at first. I was like, "That's just a rumor." And then everybody you know saying, how I'm I, like, Fuck. You, you, "You know, you know how I heard of it? I huh. follow uh, Michaela Michaela Peterson, uh, Jordan Peterson's daughter, because she does like oh, the what? carnivore the diet." And Peterson? who is Jordan Dude. Peterson? I hear that name a lot. He's a smart fucker. Yeah, yeah, it's he is the real deal, Fucking man. Smart shit. No, just just as uh, anti-tranny as as you are, actually. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's what got Friend. That's what got him the whole. Yeah, that's what got him the whole. Anyway, you'll. I'm not gonna take time out of the show to go deep dive on that, but you definitely friends just look it up, man. Guy? Is he friends with the wet pussy Jew guy, Ben Shapiro? Uh, yeah, all of those. It's that intellectual dark web circle. Uh. Eric and Brett Weinstein and uh, Dave Rubin and all their homies, you know. Yeah, the Eric Weinstein guy is the one who met the fucking uh, pedophile guy, right? Epstein. I don't know. I think so. I watched a fucking, like, 11-minute clip of him saying yeah, how when he yeah, met him. Yeah, I think I watched that, too. Yeah. That shit was fucking crazy. You watched anything fucking good recently? Uh, we well, I know we didn't really talk about it last week, but um, you know, I ordered uh, Bill and Ted three 
for my family. Oh yeah, yeah. Like last last week, um, which was it was cool, and it was like you know it was done. However, but it was like they didn't sell out to anything. Like it's it's what those movies are. It's it was complete fan yeah. service. You know what I mean? Like it was it was. Oh man, well. Yeah, you should. It's, it's a it's, it's my... an old timer, right? Somebody posted that the fucking new one was better than Mulan. That's what one of my friends posted. They said well, Bill and Ted Three better than true. Mulan. I'm sure yeah. that's true. <laughs> but I, end up I don't know. Mulan You're up to Asian persuasion, though, my friend. So yeah, you know, I don't know. You down to business and defeat the whores. I love Mulan <laughs> songs. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm probably going to watch the new one. I'm going to try to find an illegal version or I'm going to fucking pay the 30 bucks and get it. Right. <laughs> but no, yeah, I watched, uh, you know, I watched that with the fam. So that was fresh. It's something I've been looking forward to for 29 fucking years, I guess. So, you know, that was oh, dope. Hell yeah. and then, you know, I just stay on a steady diet of like barbecue pit masters and any mob movie that happens to pop up on the television. And, Fuck, of yeah. course, watch the news, you know. Hell yeah. See what people are saying about shit. Hell yeah, dude. I fucking so. just started watching uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I never really I've watched never it I've never seen one episode. I've never seen it's one pretty episode. pretty funny, dude. I, it, it took me, like, a while to catch the rhythm of it. Because, like, I always assumed it was kind of one of those, like, The Office-type shows. But it's kind of, like, lower budget, I think. But it's pretty fucking funny, dude. Once you get into it, like, I just had it on while I was, like, doing shit around the apartment. Like, I've been working pretty hard, like, the last week just cataloging all the episodes. Like, fucking Spotify and Joe Rogan. But I'm doing it, you know, with more important shit over here. And I got the whole dab comedy page, like, all set up how I want it. All the podcast pages set up how I want it. And I just had on It's Always Sunny in the background. And it was was pretty funny. They were just... They would just hit lines that, like, I would just hear and just be fucking dying laughing. Danny DeVito's fucking hilarious. But I've been watching that, and then I watched a fucking... That YouTube channel, Jim Can't Swim, that does all the, like, murderer interrogation videos. They interview the fucking... Uh, Can- I, I have... They yeah, interview- okay, I have seen, like, one of the two of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we... It's like... Yeah, we fucking... He's got we, that we, like, Canadian guy. Yeah. Ago. No, we, we, we fucking talked about it in, in depth a while ago. Like, I was talking about That's all the right. different episodes of the guy who killed his wife and shit like that. But this one, they they did an episode on the fucking Canadian Mulan. This fucking Vietnamese bitch in Canada who fucking got both her parents whacked. Holy shit. All right. Yeah, she was and then what, she dressed crazy. up like Joan of Arc and tried to hide out and shit, or what? Ah, so, it was honestly pretty hilarious. This one was kind of boring compared to the other Jim Can't Swim episodes, because normally, like, he does it piece by piece and then narrates it, so there won't just be, like, a 50-minute stretch of interrogation. It'll be, like, 10 minutes, then he'll, be, then he'll explain what's going on, it'll cut to some other shit, then he'll go back, stuff like that. But this one was just pretty much a straight hour and a half of interrogation, so for my ADD mind, it was a little bit much. I had to, like, I wasn't really paying yeah. attention to the whole thing. But long story short, this fucking bitch... You, uh, her parents, her and her parents lived in Canada, 
and her parents were like really fucking strict. So they were like strict on her her whole life. She had to like she had a curfew of like nine thirty p.m. when she was like twenty five. It's like come on, you can't <laughs> right. be fucking. Well, dude, that's a little bit fucking much. You got to live your life. So her pa- she had lied to her parents, and she had fucking. You ever seen that movie Accepted, where the kid makes up the whole college and shit? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw that in the movie theater, dude. Yeah, yeah I think that was like one of just. It was like one of like Justin Long's first movies or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Joe yeah. the Hill was in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it, uh she basically it was like the grown up of nowhere. Yeah, I never saw that. But she basically just fucking pulled one of those and she fucking told her parents that she graduated high school and she faked her college acceptance. She just photoshopped all this shit. She had them going on the whole thing. They were telling all their friends, yeah, our daughter's on the honor roll. She's going to fucking this school and blah, blah, blah. She photoshopped right. all of it. Yeah. And she had a drug and dealer boyfriend. Me- I was about to say, meanwhile, she's got a drug dealer boyfriend and stripped yep. at the crazy horse under the name Candy, I'm sure. You know? <laughs> yeah. So she does all that. She convinces them out of all the school shit. She has a drug dealer boyfriend who's also Vietnamese. And then... uh then her her parents find out what the fuck's going on, and they give her an ultimatum, and they say, "Listen, bitch, Ching Chong Cheng, you either have to go back to school and live here, cut off communication with your boyfriend, go back to your curfew and all that shit, or we can just excommunicate you from the family and never talk to you again, and we're never giving you a fucking dime." And she didn't like either one of those, so she had her boyfriend get three black dudes to go into her house. And fucking whack her parents. And they killed her mom successfully. Boom, boom. Shot her twice dead. And then her dad, they fucking, like, shot twice, I think. And, uh, like, once in the face, once in the neck. And he lived. And he ran out on the street, like, yelling and shit. She called the cops. And then uh, he was, like... So he was, like, really fucked up in a coma at first. And then he was fine, but just a little bit retarded. And they basically made him play up his retardedness to the daughter and be like, does your boyfriend do this? <laughs> <laughs> like, like that episode of South Park with Cartman, you know, where he's like, and he's just got the helmet on and his like, hair is cute. It was, like a, like, it was more like a retarded Vietnamese. So he was like, it was probably like right. that. Yeah. So she, he, they do all that. And then, uh, the first time they interrogated her, she wasn't like really like a suspect until like the end. She kind of fucked up tell, on the story with the cops about how she called the cops. Cause she told them that she got all tied up and they took her shit. And then she's like, and then, uh, I reached around and my cell phone, um, I had it in my, uh, it, it was on me and they didn't know. Like she fucked up that part of the story. And right. the cop was like, mm. yeah. And it's like, why would they, That's why, you why can would they never look, even your best of friends, you can never go in on some fucking crooked shit unless yeah. everybody's just like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not even attempting to tell a fucking story. 
and the few times that it, it has happened to me, it's like it's not even like a cop thing. Even like shit like with your parents, you you always got one bitch made ass motherfucker in your crew that'll spill the fucking beans and tell like won't even try to lie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And then you got it, it, you never have time with more than like two people to concoct a whole story that it's yeah. like no matter what happens, this is what we're sticking to. You know? Yeah. If you're ever going to do any crime, it literally just has to be by yourself and nobody can know about it. Not a fucking soul. Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she fucking fucks up with the story. The The hilarious thing though, is that the, it's all in Canada. So the cop is like, so tell me about what happened next to your parents. Eh? Like, right. it's, it's fucking hilarious, dude. Well, the well, Canadian well, do, accent do you think is that was so a very hard. nice thing to do. To, to to kill your parents? Yeah. Was that yeah, was yeah. that a very nice thing to do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At the fucking end of it, to get her to confess, he basically just has to be like convince her that like he agrees with her killing her parents. He's like, Look at anybody else in your position would do it. Like they were abusing you. I get where you're coming. It was abuse. Nine thirty for someone your age, a curfew. Are you serious? I would have killed my parents too. Come on, you did it. It's it's so funny, dude. It, it but compared to the other Jim Can't Swims, this was boring. If you're gonna go watch one, I wouldn't start with this bitch. I would if start I watch with any fuck. of those things for like lengthy times, it's always like the Charles Manson interviews and shit like that. And like yeah. I've watched those Manson interviews over and over again, like throughout the years, and it's like people don't know that like. Everybody's like, yeah, fucking lunatic. And he probably is, of course, a good bit of a lunatic. But it's like the motherfucker speaks in riddles. And if you don't understand what he's trying to say, it just makes him look fucking half retarded or, you know, and crazy or whatever. But it's like he's speaking some real true shit. Like he's just speaking in riddles. It's very uh, interesting to, like, decipher, like, some of those, like, old Manson ones. And then you've got, like... Like, I think, I honestly think, like, you watch, like, Dahmer interviews, and really, that guy was just as smart as his job fucking canning up brews at the fucking Milwaukee plant. You know what I mean? Like, he he didn't... He wasn't very bright. He's not not very bright at all. I mean, well, come on. He thought that he could drill, kidnap black teenagers, drug them screw a drill into their head and fill it with sulfuric fucking acid and thought that he could create, like, zombies that, like, wouldn't wouldn't leave him, you know? Like, that was his whole yeah, gimmick. Yeah, a little bit out there. But it's like, dude, I guarantee you drill somebody's brain and pour sulfuric acid in the motherfucker. Like, it's, it's not going to be a, you know... <laughs> Yeah. They're not going to be well, like, yes, yes, master. <laughs> Let me the set thing you is, now, please, he was using, <laughs> he, w- he was using that type of acid. The type of acid he should have been using is the shit that Manson had because that right. was the fucking good shit. And honestly, that's, dude, that's probably why Manson's so smart. Did you watch that guy that was on fucking Rogan, the dude who wrote the whole book about fucking Manson that took him, like, years to write? That shit was yeah. fascinating, dude, because Manson was 100% working with the fucking CIA. And not only that, they said, like, Jack Ruby, like, the guy that killed Oswald and shit, like, there was, like, a handful of people at that San Francisco place that they were, like, 
uh, like prominent figures, you know, that yeah. they were giving they that got, shit to there. They got Manson off like multiple times when he should have been in trouble. They just kept slipping in and being like, get this guy off. And then just they taught him how to fucking not take acid and have these people take it and just do crazy shit. Then he didn't even kill anybody. Yeah. That's what fucking, that's why like, like, don't get me wrong. I think Charles Manson's pretty cool and shit, but I just fucking don't think he's a serial killer because he didn't even fucking like kill anybody. He was like a fucking right. cult leader, but he didn't actually really do anything. He convinced a few fucked up hippies to go fucking kill some actress bitch, and that's all he did. I really don't. He didn't actually yeah. like. He's not. He, he he's not like the Golden State Killer who went out fucking just killing bitches over years, like eighty bitches, whatever he fucking did. Just not even killing, yeah, raping, whatever like, he did. It's not like that's a, a serial killer. BTK Ted Bundy fucking type deal. Yeah. There's, yeah, um, I gotta I, tell you. Charles Manson is not got, a serial killer. No, absolutely. Uh, but, no. um, there's one that's very, um, not well known that I found out about. He was like a local dude when I moved to South Carolina from Atlanta. Yeah. And his name is Pee Wee Gaskins. And I have his book. I've like got that book over and over again, but it's written like how he talks. Not that smart of a dude, but a total sociopath. So he was like smart enough to get away with, you know, shit that he did or whatever. But I mean, killed like eighty something people, you know, mostly like hitchhikers yeah. and shit like that. But the book is written through like what they did with like audio recordings of him. And they call it the final truth. But it's like, I never forgot that um, there's this one line in, in it. <clears throat> and he, like I said, he was like a dumb fucking southern boy, you know, really. And he yeah. recounts cutting this chick's nipple off and then making her eat it. Nice. And then oh, he yeah. said, she, then she threw up all over my shoes. And then he says, now there just weren't no call for that. <laughs> like, like that's, that's crazy Okay so let me get this right You sliced off this bitch's nipple Forced her to eat it And then she threw up all over your shoes And your response was There just weren't no call for that <laughs> Yeah that's fucked up It's like dude. this dude was My fucking shoe- nuts Yeah He wasn't black was he mm. uh, Just wow. some sawed off Five foot six redneck just dude in- just an innovative white guy who cared about his shoes. Yeah, I guess it's so. Us. And a few other things. Yeah. Used to drive yeah. around a hearse and shit like that. Fucking weird shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, it's crazy, like, the phenomenon of sneakers. Like, I was, I was, I've been thinking about this a lot because, like, like I've spent money on a, a lot of sneaker head, are you? I already have, like I was, I'm not anymore. I have a bunch of fucking brand new Jordans in boxes at my dad's house that I could fucking flip if I wanted, but I'm going to wear, I'll wear them eventually. But like, I've gone through phases of being a sneakerhead. I have a lot of friends. I have a couple friends that make a lot of money reselling sneakers. One of them in particular who like always did it here. And now he lives in New York and the amount of stores he can hit in New York in a small area in a short amount of time and just scoop up all the new ones and then just fucking flip them all. He's hot on like Twitter and all that shit. And he just goes on there and fucking flips. He has all the apps. 
He is all. It's like it's a good and like thing is it's not this dude's only job. Like he's a fucking he's an accountant, and then in his spare time he just makes more money because he likes sneakers. So he just fucking right. does it. Yeah, some it's, of those you can flip for hard. you know a couple grand, dude. You know for a resale yeah. price. You oh know, yeah. Which yeah, is like when the nuts. Not sure if they're like still hot, but it's crazy like how that phenomenon like starts. I it, I think I I think. I don't even think it comes from basketball. I think it comes from hip hop. I think without hip hop, you don't have the whole sneaker phenomenon. Like without the rappers promoting, like, oh, I just got these new Jordans before you, because that's what always made me want them personally. Or like when the, like when the throwback jerseys came into play and all that type of yeah. shit. You know, that all got reintroduced through like hip hop yeah. culture. You know. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, you you know who ASAP Rocky is, right? The fucking rapper. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's uh, there's this dude who makes e-bike videos out in California that I follow. His name is his name is like D Illegal, I think, on Instagram. He's actually done a podcast with Brian Redband. Redband gave him like a podcast show that they've been doing, and he was riding right. his his bike riding his bike yesterday in L.A. and he was at a stop sign, and I think it was a Ferrari. It was either a Ferrari or a really nice Porsche pulls up next to him. And the fucking window goes down, and it's ASAP Rocky. And the bike this dude on is the lower model of the one that I have coming, and it's a, a Super Seventy Three. And ASAP Rocky r- fucking rolls down the window. He's like, "Yo, is that a a Super Seventy Eight or Seventy Six? And he was like, "Super Seventy Three, yeah." And ASAP Rocky was like, "Yo, like, wh- like, where did you guys get them?" And the guy driving, like, like fucking put his head over to him. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, like, where did you get those? Where did you get those?" And he was like the the website, and he was like, yeah, but they're they're the back ordered, and he was like, yeah, I know it takes like five months, and he was like, what? And then they like went away on the e bikes, and he like drove off, but he didn't know it was ASAP Rocky at first, and he wasn't like too like he wasn't really trying to talk to him, the dude on the e bike. Right. That was me, dude. That was me, dude. I would have been like, yo, like fucking pull over up here, and I would have been like, yeah, so like. This dude's in a Ferrari, Matt. He doesn't have a fucking $2,000 e-bike. It's like, dude, how, like, I, would, <laughs> right. I would get off my e-bike immediately. Be like, how, how, be like, how about that? Want- how about you give me that fucking bracelet and you take this fucking bike? <laughs> you know or, I'm, I'm sure you're like, I'm sure you got like, you know, somewhere between three and five in cash in your fucking, uh, you know, in your car there. You know? Yeah, I, I would say, how about this? You take one of my dab swords, you post this on Instagram and tag me, and you give me your watch, and then you can have this. Hundred percent, dude. Pull up at the light, like nice People watch. We all know about that barter shit, man. Yeah, I know for real. That's how you got to do it, dude. I I fucking sold weed to an NBA player once. I ever tell you about that? No. Damn, dude, I fucking won't say his name on the podcast, but right. it, it it rhymed with 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 Harold Ballas. Okay. If you, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about now? No, I ain't been up on NBA the past couple of years. I'm I'm I, like I told you, man, dude. I'm I'm That's super ways super into he, college. I, I don't think he's played recently his he the last i heard i think yeah 
It was his name was Harold Ballas. He he was on the Celtics, and uh, I, I went to a fucking <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, the Patriots had just won the Super Bowl, which used to happen a lot around here. I mean, ho- hopefully it still happened, but that's it's a whole nother thing. But Not anyway, so <laughs> no. I, I dude. They're going to go fucking like 7 and fucking 12 or some shit. <laughs> I think Cam Newton's going to ball. He's the captain. We're like giving him the fucking team. I think he's going to ball out. But Tom but Brady's going to win the Super thing. Bowl. It, look, here, so. here's the other thing. Is it I li- our closest team is Tampa Bay. And it's like these motherfuckers are going to go crazy down here. And it's just like, dude. And not only that, but, like, you know, I'm from Atlanta, dude. I'm a Falcons fan, you know. It's like, but, of course, the closest team to where I live is, like, our number one rival, like, in-conference rival. So it's like, motherfucker, you know. I don't want to hear all that fucking Brady shit. And it's like, I'll be like, yeah, what the hell were y'all doing for the past ten years? Hell, at least we've had a Super Bowl, uh, you know, appearance. But that's neither here nor there. Dude. One of the best posts I saw on Facebook this week was if the Jaguars win the Super Bowl, then is Vince McMahon going to have to send the cons the WWE championship? Because you know how right. he always sends the fucking champs the belt, and they they run AEW, they own AEW and the fucking Jaguars. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be funny. But Tom Brady's winning the Super Bowl this year. That's going to happen hands down. But Dude, anyway. Did you see that they were sliding that off to the rock? The fucking XFL. Yeah, dude, he fucking bought it. That 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 happened yeah. a few weeks ago. He, he like just posted a picture with all the helmets I saw. But anyway, back to my story of NBA weed. I fucking sure. was at the, the Patriots Super Bowl parade, and uh, I was smoking weed, and I had like weed on me in my pockets. I had like pre-rolled blunts, and then I just had some loose weed chilling. Like I think I had like. Maybe like a quarter of just dank weed in a bag in my pocket, and then I had pre-rolled like four or five blunts to just be able to smoke on the go. And it was pretty cold out. It was like raining and shit. So I'm just standing there waiting for the Patriots to come by on the duck boats. You know what the the duck boats are, Trip? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They fucking ride on them when they win a championship. It's the boats. Yeah. And it's like amphibious cars that go in water. So the fucking Patriots, I'm waiting for them to come by. I'm smoking weed. And then next to me, there's this fucking Celtics player, and it's him and then another black guy. And then hopefully that doesn't let you know what NBA player that is by knowing it was a black guy because I know that really narrows (laughs) it down. But anyway, so it's two black dudes and then this white lady with a microphone. I should have taken the microphone and told her I'm the motherfucking champ. But this was a while ago, so I don't even know if I was a champ yet. Can you smell? (laughs) Uh, So anyway, I'm just standing there minding my own business. Like people are going over to this NBA player, like trying to take pictures and shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm just watching the parade. And then the dude who's with him, I don't know if he's like assistant or whatever. He just fucking sees me, and he he says he's like, is is that your cologne? Like, and he he definitely right. smelled the fucking he definitely smelled what what the rock was cooking. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I cop I copied the line out of the famous movie How High, and I said, yeah, it's can't buy for men. You know, right. you ever seen that movie? Yeah, it's a famous yes. line. Yeah, I know yeah. I know how high. Yeah, I don't know how old yeah. you think I am. So, but. <laughs> 
I I dropped that line because I'm the man, and it was a pop culture reference. Boom. And then uh, he was like, do you have any more? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, can I have your number? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, you should just take some. I have some. You should, you, like, you can have it. And he was like, oh, I have this, like, PR lady with me. I don't know. And I was like, bro, just take it. And I just pulled out the bag, and he was like, oh, shit. And he just grabbed it from me. And then, like, I just went my way. They went their way. And then later that night, I'm just chilling. And then I get a call or a text, I think. And he was like, are you, are you going to the game? And I was like, what, what, what fucking game? He was like, the Celtics game. And I was like, I mean, wasn't really planning on it. I don't have, like, tickets or anything. And he was like, I have tickets for you. Just bring some more of that and make sure you can't smell it. And I was like, all right, word. So I had my fucking friend come pick me up and drive nope. there. Yeah, yeah, dude. And we, like, it took us forever to get there. We were late as fuck. We, like, missed the exit because I was supposed to, like, fucking tell him where to go. But I was, like, talking to bitches on my phone or on Tinder or some shit. And I fuck, we fucking missed the exit. And then we had to go fucking loop around and then go fucking back. And then we fucking get there. I think we, we like, got there before halftime. Dude, get the fuck out of my microphones, dude. Get out of there. Dude, get down. But yeah, so anyway, we fucking get there late at like halftime and this dude meets us at the fucking like entry and gives me the tickets and then we go through and then he was like, yo, like, uh, there's a, like, come over here and we went into this like courtside, like VIP buffet lounge thing and he was like, yo, you gotta try fucking like calamari and you gotta try this. You gotta try the shrimp cocktail, motherfucker. Yeah, (laughs) dude. Yeah, we just made plates and just ate all this fancy ass food. Yo, food. yo, bitch! And like, like they're baller up in there. That's like, it's like, look, man, I know they got good crab and shit around here, but have you ever had fucking mermaid tail? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> shit like that. that that's pretty much they what got, it was. Like, and they, and they, they made they got exotic shit. <laughs> right? It's yeah. like. It's like <laughs> you ain't had you ain't had nothing till you had midget thigh, you know, like just shit like that. Yeah, just like I the most crazy like thing I eat. <laughs> right, because it's, it's like the most baller shit you could possibly do. Yeah, makes my dinky yeah. twinkle. I mean, dude, technically, this is as baller as it gets. Is NBA fucking VIP lounge? It doesn't really get much sure, baller man. than that. If you want to get down to yeah. that. Definition being being a regular ass, being a regular ass, you know, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then, dude, I turn around and the fucking there are Patriots players in there, in the fucking lounge with us. There was like page. There was like Brandon LaFell when he was on the Patriots. He was in there. There's a picture of me and him from from this exact day. And then uh, there was like Tim's. He was a wide receiver who never really blossomed. He was. I'm not sure if he's still on the team. And uh, yeah. So we're just chilling with Patriots players. And then, so then, like, we go in the bathroom, and I give this dude the fucking nugs. And then he was not trying to fuck me like the guy at Whole Foods. And then we fucking, he was mad that he could smell it, though. Like, he could smell it from when I went in. And I didn't have a vacuum sealer at the time, so, like, the best I could do was, like, four fucking Ziploc bags over each other. And I fucking brought through security for this motherfucker. And then you gotta, you, I gotta, just plug- you gotta do the aluminum foil, man. Aluminum foil will hook you up, dude. I've I've never done that, but I would guess that might they might That's get that I, at security. Because yeah. I like had no. to go through like a well, yeah, yeah. If, if you gotta go through metal detectors and shit, yeah. But yeah. like if you're traveling yeah. or whatever, aluminum you go foil will the, the fucking deal pretty good. 
you have to go through the thing and put your hands up with your phone and shit, and then you fucking have to fucking, they wand you. So it's both of those. And I brought through the weed for this fucking guy, no problem. And I know, then, and it's uh, like, dude, I had to smuggle this shit into this fucking place. Yeah, you couldn't fucking open a goddamn yeah. side door for what, me, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, what, yeah, you couldn't at least bring me in the locker room so I could meet some of the good right. players, you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking hook it up a little bit. So then fucking uh, it's time to send, like, he's mad, he can smell, blah, blah, blah. And then we fucking part ways. And then me and my buddy go to our seats. And it was against the fucking Nuggets. This game was against the Nuggets. And there's this dude on the Nuggets who's like seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. His name's uh, Nene, or Nene, or Nene. I'm not sure exactly Shane, how Shanene, Shanene, yeah. something <laughs> along those lines. But he's he's a big motherfucker, dude. And right. he had just gotten injured in the game, and refs are like walking him out. And we're watching this on the screen in the VIP lounge, and then we're like, all right, yeah, like let's uh, go to our seat. Someone's getting injured. It's a good time to walk out. So we go out, and then the tunnel that he's coming out is the tunnel that we're going through to go to our fucking seats. So we're walking out, and just this fucking, like, behemoth is just right next to us in the fucking little hallway. Right. And we're just at each other cracking up like, dude, this is fucking hilarious. I just went to a fucking Patriots parade this morning, and now I was, like, eating fucking shrimp with the with the fucking Patriots. With the Patriots and, and like, the Celtics? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a fucking Celtics game. It was pretty crazy. Days, yeah, yeah, those are always the best where you, like, you get back to, like, your center of gravity and like where you are, like, you know, you get back to like home base, wherever, you know, and you're like, well, you know, that was, I didn't expect that shit when I woke up this morning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those are always some dope ass stories. Yeah, dude. I fucking remember, uh, the next day, my cousin from Miami, I had texted him and told him what happened. He's like super into sports. And I remember I was in the boxing room at the gym, like no one else was in there. And I was talking to him on the phone about it. He was like, dude, this is like the craziest story I've ever heard. He was like going nuts. I was like, yeah, dude, it was the best fucking day. But yeah, the seats were fucking mad good. They were like, per they were the perfect seats, like not like not too low where there's someone going to be blocking your view, but like right on like the first incline, and it was like center right. court, like perfect fucking seats, dude. And it it was just a fucking amazing day. The buddy who I took to that is actually dead now, and that was a fucking dope day that we fucking had together, dude. You know what I mean? And yeah. and dude, my friend my friend who I took that day actually fucking died of uh, brain cancer, and before he died they fucking brought him to like a Patriots game in his wheelchair and brought him on the field and had him meet Robert Kraft and shit. And like, it was kind of, I don't know. It looks kind of fucked up on camera. Like I shared the link when it happened and people didn't even recognize him in the fucking video. And I guarantee you that he fucking enjoyed the day. I brought him to the fucking Celtics game. Of course. Cause I'm sure Robert Kraft was, I'm sure Robert Kraft yeah, was dude. like, Hey, you, you ever visited an Asian massage parlor? <laughs> I know. You didn't even let him meet fucking Tom Brady. And it, dude, in like, <laughs> this is how trash everybody in Massachusetts is. Is after this kid died, I got into a fight with somebody from Needham over if they gave him an autographed Tom Brady football or not. <laughs> Dead. Well, what happened was he died, and then I was like making fun of Roman Reigns' fake cancer 
on fucking uh, Facebook. And then somebody else who we grew up with was like, yo, like, uh, that's fucked up that you're going to make fun of that because, like, one of your best friends, like, died and they gave him an autographed Tom Brady football or something like that. And I was like, right. oh, no, you know what it was? I was making fun of the pink shit. I think I posted something making fun of the titty cancer NFL month. You know how for a oh, month straight oh, yeah, yeah. they wear the fucking Yeah, every shit. October they do all that. And never yeah. mind the fact that the Susan G. Komen Foundation is a complete goddamn, you know, fraud and yeah. racket. It's literally, uh, but that's... Yeah, it's like, how about we just sell pink shit to bitches and pretend we're doing something good? And really, we're just going to have an excuse to sell all these sluts pink shit before the holidays. That's literally what it is. Yeah. But anyway. I've had like, yeah, yeah. like, well, I don't know if you knew that or whatever, but like anybody, and I haven't brought it up in a long time, but I think it's like guidestar.org, and you can go look at like the tax returns and what's like taken in from all of these, like, charitable organizations and shit, and it's, like, Susan G. Coleman is the worst fucking, uh, like, Goodwill suck fast. Like, they give very little back to, like, the actual, like, the shit that they're, like, promoting. Like, there's, like, pledges, and then they fucking, like, oh, I'm gonna go do an 11K walk, and my friends and family donate for me to, like, and you have to, like, raise a certain amount of money to even fucking walk at this thing. Like, they won't just be like, hey, I hate breast cancer. Let me walk for the cure. Yeah. Like, you have to raise a certain amount of money, and you're like, sorry, you're $200 short, bitch. You ain't going to get the walk yeah. for fucking cancer. You do that shit on your own time. And, like, the amount that they give back to the fucking actual shit is like, dude, you could have found somebody in your neighborhood or community that has that shit and just offered to help pay for fucking, like, uh, you know, their their uh, prescriptions and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's dude. helping way more. That's helping way more than Susan G. Komen does, by the way. That's fact, you know? Dude, but anyway, I, I literally feel the, the same way about that shit, about the, like, fake titty cancer organizations, as I feel about any other fucking bullshit social justice thing. It's If you want to actually sure. help, there's much better things you can do than that. I've always called bullshit on it. When I was fucking growing up, all the fucking rich people in my town put these green Save Darfur signs in their yard so everybody could know that they cared about a town in Africa. There's nothing more right. pathetic than that. The people in Africa can't see the fucking green sign in your rich fucking suburb fucking it's, lawn. It's pretentious. It's like, you it's know pretentious what? It's they, they fucking... Yeah, as they're fucking getting their fucking throat slit and, and fucking genitals mutilated or whatever the fuck they do in Africa, it's probably just going to get really racist now when I'm trying to make a point. But you know what I'm saying. W- whatever yeah. they're doing, like, while they're fucking getting fucking beheaded or whatever the fuck's going on over there, right. I'm pretty sure that, like, that they're not like, well, you know what? At, at, at least fucking Harvey Jewberg in this fucking suburb has a fucking green sign in his yard and cares about me. And it makes it all better right. now that this fucking genocide is happening and whatever the fuck is going on. Because now you, right. I fucking... If you really cared... Yeah. If you, re- if you really cared, you'd adopt a child soldier and let him grow up in your fucking rich suburban exactly. neighborhood. And yeah. and uh, once he gets to be of age, you know, he's probably going to fuck your wife anyway. Well, for probably the first time that she's, she's ever had it, like you know. So, she's probably going to really yeah. like it way more than anything she's had 
in recent years. <laughs> you know, if you really care about the cause, you see, we're just trying to outbreed the liberal scumbags at this point. So if yeah. you want a child soldier from Defer to come in and uh, you can raise him up and teach him your ways and, yeah, I, you know, look it, all of that if stuff. You're trying to start, if you're trying to start a social justice army, you're going to need people with army experience. So you're going to need to let these Africans come live in your home, fuck your wife, breed, start an army, let them start a commune in your backyard, you know, grow vegetables. <laughs> I'm sure they have farming. Could you, I'm not saying could you imagine? I'm saying, you know, yeah. Could you, could you imagine actual well-to-do, like, liberal families that would do that and then fucking, like, they try to, like, teach a child, like, there's an influx of like adoptions of like uh child soldiers from the Congo and shit that have been put on like hallucinogenic drugs and like handed AKs at like age 9 and 10 and then you try to teach them about like how they should like be woke <laughs> and shit like <laughs> like how bad yeah. do you think that that will turn Listen. out? Like, it's, it's like yeah. they try to put him in a dress, and he's like, he'll fucking kill him in their sleep, Listen. dude. L- Listen here. I'm trying to explain this to you. There are more than two genders. Right. right. And they finally get fed up and become Nazis by the end of the fucking raising process of an African child soldier. <laughs> They're like, God, you can't, you can't teach these people. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that that is really that that they is what they're gonna listen. need. Get off Twitter and start an African child soldier social justice army. That's the only way to make a difference. The first and, they, and by the way, this is the truth because this is what all these fucking liberal assholes do. Is they're just so fucking racist without actually like being like what we do. Hey, we have yeah. fun here, right? You know, but yeah. these people are like. Hey, um, book two, we got you some fried chicken and watermelon. Y'all people love that shit. It's like, that's your first American meal, you know? And um, book two's got to sit there and fucking be like, what is this? Do you have any fried monkey? You know, like, (laughs) or whatever they eat out there. But that's... (laughs) Yeah. That's how AIDS got started. I I I love the fact of liberal families turning heel after they adopt a child soldier from Africa... It's just yeah. the funniest fucking thing in the world to me. <laughs> that that's fucking that's where it needs to go for them to make a fucking difference. I I like really don't know what the fucking next step is besides them all just getting outraged online. Because what's happening is all the fat ones that can't go outside and protest now they all can just sit online and think they're making a difference. I think the best way to do it is for everybody to just get off Twitter and let them all stay there and be outraged. And you, everyone else can just go outside yeah. and post other places and let them all just stay on Twitter. Because like I said, well, when, the- I, when, uh, when I fucking go on there and I fucking troll these people and they fucking make it their life's mission to end me, all my friends here are just like, oh, that Joe is messing with crazy people on the Internet again. Like, I'm, I'm not the crazy one. These people are fucking crazy, and I just like to push their buttons a little bit. And then they just fucking go off, and it's hilarious how much it fucking matters to them. It's it's really great. But here's here's well here's the other thing is that here's the thing that we're dealing with now that is we didn't really see before, which is they're taking it to the streets. You know they're acting like 
and don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about like at a rally. Like those people get Shout super out to Kyle confident during. A, yeah, they, yeah, they get super confident during like a rally or a quote unquote peaceful protest. But yeah. you know, we're also seeing like these people unleash in grocery store lines. You know, and it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, is yeah. this the new? I'm like. Look, you're not on fucking Facebook, asshole. Like, I'll fu- and, yeah. and a lot of these people, they're not real ass dudes, you know, they're not real ass people, you know, so it's like let me get this right. Like you are like all this peace and harmony shit and the moment you decide to try to even act physical with a normal ass person or somebody that is really willing to take your fucking head off, you know, to clothesline you in the frozen bread aisle or whatever, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like like you really mistook your fucking station in life, dog. Like because yeah. it, it, they can't fight. You know, anytime that you Not see anybody try to sucker punch somebody, it's like, dude, I'm gonna smash. You're, you're scared. That shit is so bad, think, dude. And you think that just because we have a difference of opinion, you get to put your hands on me? That's the most wild thing that these people believe. Yeah, where dude, it's like, they're at they're like at such you... a point of privilege where they've never even had to fight. You know what I mean? Because you're at, if you're Absolutely. at that point of privilege where you're arguing over words, you don't have anything in the physical world that you're fighting with. You know what I mean? So you have to fucking create a drama like it's fucking wrestling on the fucking whatever platform you're on and just fight this fucking fake war. And I just need to say that I'm fucking, I I consider myself apolitical. I don't vote. I'm not voting. I'm not liberal. I'm not conservative. I don't consider myself anything. I definitely think I'm in the middle. And the fucking other day, right, I posted on my Snapchat. I just, uh, I was like listening to the Joe Rogan episode with, uh, I think with Duncan Trussell, like five hour one. And right at the beginning, he said, he, yeah, yeah, he fucking says and something. Duncan, and, about, by the way, Duncan is a, uh, for those that don't know, like Duncan is the uber hippie DMT burning man type of fucking, yeah. you know, like don't get me wrong, he's funny and he seems like overall he's very a bit nice there, guy, man. but he's super out there and super, uh, you know, liberal aside from, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, uh, within actual about how he was. He was talking about how he was super excited about Chaz and shit like that. It's like, all right, dude. But anyway, uh, yeah, have Joe it happen Rogan in your is, backyard. Have it happen yeah, in your yeah. backyard and see how fucking yeah. happy you are about that shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He 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 was like, I saw it and I was like, fight the power. Yeah, that's awesome. And he's fucking gay. Anyway, uh, Joe Rogan made a point about how uh, there needs to be balance. And how he always thought people in smarter civities were liberal because liberals are more sympathetic and educated people tend to be more sympathetic. So they're so they're liberal. And that's why, like other places are conservative. But he was saying that he thinks that uh, what liberals don't understand is that a balance needs to be achieved. And when there's chaos, you need law and order. And that statement is kind of in favor of liberals just saying, hey, you guys need to realize that, like, we kind of need police sometimes, well, and so well, I so be. hang on, hang on, hang on. So I so yeah. I just fucking record that and I post it on my fucking Snapchat, and then the only person who says something was somebody who wrote like three paragraphs to me, and it was all about how cops beat their wives, and like three quarters of cops beat their wives, and fuck That's conservatives. True, 
fuck conservatives, see, fuck police, see, and fuck Trump. And I was like, dude, nobody saw that and said, fuck you, conservatives are smarter than liberals. Nobody saw that and fucking right. got mad besides you who right. just gave a completely biased statement well, that well, you don't have actual facts for. What I was going to say was that, uh, you know, it used to be that, you know, liberals or progressive people, uh, A, didn't carry such a Marxist ideology. Um, it used yeah. to be just, you know, like anti-war and pro-arts and, uh, you know, super open-minded when it came to, like, you know, gays and retards and shit like that or whatever. But, <laughs> that like... Nowadays, they or they used to be able to win with their words, with their arguments, and they can't do that anymore because it's reached such a level of absurdity that it, they can't win with words anymore. You know, the gay community. You would have. Finally, sorry, took me a second. <laughs> That's all right. You never, you never would have found the thing where you hear conservatives that are like, "We like our God and our guns and our country, and we want to go to work and raise our families every day, and you know all that stuff." That old school mentality of of the conservative culture, and now they're like, "No, yeah. this is factual. This is the truth," and you find like these, you know, right leaning or conservative leaning intellectuals that are just like just destroying the market of words and arguments with people and you know the the psyop is like not working anymore for the for those people and that's why they feel like they can put their fucking hands on you and it's like dude if you didn't have a mob if we were at a bar you know i would fucking wreck your fucking hippie ass you know yeah i'd light your guy i'd fucking pour 151 on the bar smack your face in it and light it on fire, you know, and watch that fucking dingy hippie beard burn off your fucking shitty face, you know, yeah. and, and then you people, get the fuck out of my face. people have never experienced that. They don't even know, like, physics. They've never even what understood a good old, that. What a good old-fashioned yeah. passionate ass-whooping is, is what we call yeah, it down yeah. south. Yeah, yeah, you know? toting your hat hooking. They've, they've never experienced that. They <laughs> right. don't even know. That's not even a thing in their world. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they've right. never fucking... They live such privileged lives that they just sit at home and argue over what other people should fucking think. You know right. what I'm saying? When, that, that's what I mean. That's the difference. Is like when you take that shit out into the real world, it's like you're dealing with a whole other, you know, situation, yeah. man. Like, like guess and, what? There's people out there that, like, you know, they're not going to sit there and take that. Like, nobody's going to be like putting up with your horse shit that might work on twitter and then you can like i turn dude i run across these bastards all the time like on comment sections and on boards and stuff and it's like and it's like you know what they do they will sit there and bullshit and argue and and, and once i actually put like intellect and words behind it they'll block you and then erase every fucking like they'll erase every comment you know, that oh, they've yeah. done, and there's like a string of comments, and it's like, you know what, they started what like about you me, got dude? wrecked. Dude, on fucking yeah. Twitter, they started talking shit about me, and they would put, they would put, they would write dab in Aladdin, but they would, they would replace the A's with uh, the fucking asterisks, so that when I search dab in Aladdin, I don't see it. So they can talk shit about me without me seeing it and replying. They want, and then they would write like, "We're not putting his full name because he vanity searches himself because he's such a loser." 
He was like, yeah, that's why I'm searching my own name. Not because I know that you're all triggered and writing paragraphs about me, and I want to see what you're saying. They're not not completely wrong. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look it. I may be a little vain, but I fucking, I know they're talking shit about me. I want to see what they're saying. Famous people say don't read the comments. It's bad for you. I'm like, why would you want to be famous if you don't read the comments? That's like the whole good part is fighting with people. I could be as famous as the fucking rock. I could be the rock, and I'm going to be fighting with people in the comments. But that's and what that's I mean. How it's like, like, be. That's what you're also getting at, too, where it's like there also is a point of, like, yes, there's no reason that fucking The Rock or Joe Rogan have to read the fucking comments. You know why? Because enough people are watching, and they're doing what they're doing, that they don't need, you know, they don't need to be inundated or bothered with all that shit. And that's... Yeah, you know, that's how that works. Once you once you get to a certain level of like yeah, yeah. success and that's fame, true. like that's just the way the world. Yeah, and I but, I, I so just I want to point that, out but... the uh, the 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 ironicness of Trip's outfit to everybody right now. He has blue hair and a shirt that says "Beware of Liberals." So he's really so trying to camouflage. He's trying to camouflage him, but has posing as Americans. That's fucking hilarious. That's a great shirt. And we got the fucking flag right there. I'm Hogan. You see, guys, liberals are really trying to hurt America. And we're here trying to heal America. And that's the whole purpose of the show. <laughs> Is it? Damn, first I heard. <laughs> what? Yeah, but by the way, you know that's 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 uh, yeah, like the entire that's like my entire gimmick though, where it's just like, look, I got ideals and like I like to have like contradictory shit going on, like with my look and my, you know, way way I go about shit. So where it's like, yeah, I got guess what? I'm a blue hair that's fucking gonna probably like votes conservative not across yeah. the board because like i'm a libertarian party member you know but you know i'm more than like i'm gonna i'm gonna vote for trump this time around you know i fucking what, i fucking which will be the first president as a, i fucking registered as a democrat at a nas concert before the fucking 08 election or so uh yeah yeah right shit all the <laughs> Nah, not anymore. They sent me a fucking mail-in ballot, but I'm not fucking voting. And, dude, now they're trying to get you to vote the fucking shit. Dude, this is how... This is this proves that everything is just political bullshit. On the top of Instagram, I have a, like, business profile on Instagram because it's my business page, and it fucking they're says... They're doing it, it the all top. over the place. For, for the last fucking six months, at the top, it said, See COVID-19 Business Resources. What business resources do I need on Instagram for fucking COVID? What is my, I need, right. like, I don't understand what the fuck that is. So it said there's no They've way you also, can get rid of it. There's fucking no way you can just click X and get rid of it. So every time I go on Instagram, I have to see the word COVID-19 first thing. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, can you get this yeah. out of here? And now, now it's changed. Now it's fucking changed. And Instagram is asking me if I want to request to be mailed a Massachusetts mail-in ballot. That's what it says now yeah, when they, I go on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, they've got like I think that that's a super huge problem because like everybody forgets what what all of the social media outlets do and what your algorithms are fucking geared towards and all that. 
and like they're like, well, vote, you know. And I've been fucking with them back, like on Facebook. They've got like they're registered to vote, like registered to vote over Facebook. Man, that sounds fucking scandalous. You know what I mean? Yeah. A and B, it's like, wait, you talking about the same people that fucking uh, censor my content? Kick me off, right. ban me, fucking right. let me let me see shit from like three people and then just inundate me with a shit ton of news that is like made to piss me off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every last bit of news that I come across is something where it's like, well, that's fucking horse shit, you know? And and all of this, you know, that's th- those are the people that you want, you know being in charge of you registering to vote. Sounds great. Yeah, sounds yeah, real ironclad, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm not voting for shit. And honestly, if I had to give a political take, this is the fucking dab in Aladdin fucking political take, and it's pretty funny. But this is my shit. I'm not voting, not liberal, not a fucking Democrat. But what I have seen happen the fucking last four years is I have seen liberals and Democrats throw a complete fucking hissy fit because they lost an imaginary competition and their fake figurehead didn't win. So they've been throwing a fucking hissy fit everywhere they can for the last four years to the point where they shut down the country. And now they're probably going to get what they want because they successfully threw a hissy fit like fucking spoiled children. And now it's going to be bad parenting for the country and they're going to get exactly what they want and we're going to have a fucking cop and a senile old man as fucking the people running the country fake now. I don't think that that I don't I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I mean, but that's what I see happening. There's one side I mean, now I hope, pushing I hope, the narrative. I hope not because it's There's, not good for economic freedom, you know, and I told you all, yeah. all I really care about is like, <laughs> hey, unleash the chains and let me make money. And make, you know, yeah. my taxes not go up. You know, the more money I work yeah. for, the more money I can keep. You can take a lot of that shit, that, that horse shit that they shovel around, you know, that are like, you know, wedge issues or whatever. Like, I could care less about, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, well, I don't like abortion, so guess what? I don't kill my kids. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, there we are on that. I make a I personal decision to, to not do that, is, you know. This is all I want out of life. I want to be able to smoke weed, and I want to not be censored. All I fucking want, that's all I fucking yeah. care about. Don't care who the president is. Don't care anything else. As long as I can do those two things, as long as I can smoke weed and I can yell about whatever I want on the Internet, that is all I fucking want to do. And that's all I care about. I don't care who the fucking president is. I don't care about any of that shit. That's all I care. And to battle what, what I fucking said earlier... Because I said that liberals threw a pissy fit to the point where they shut down the country. All the fucking liberals now are saying Trump's president, so obviously he's the reason the country's fucked up, and you should vote for Biden. But that's clearly not what happened, because if places that fucking support Trump are wide open and everything is 100% fine, and places that don't support Trump, you need to stay in at least November. Yeah, all of a sudden... All of a sudden, there's a vaccine magically going to come out in November, and the country's going to be good, and then we're going to vote for Biden, and then everything's going to be back to normal because the liberals will be done bitching, and then they'll just be back to yelling about genders. Right. Which is exactly what I do, and I threw a hissy fit in Vegas to the point where I became semi-famous, so it's pretty ironic that this is my take on it, but that's just what I fucking think. Public enemy number one. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You got to do what you fucking got to do. But... 
you know, last tidbit on that, but it's like, it's funny when you're talking about like comment sections and message boards and shit. And it's like people attack like me from an angle to where it's like when I do that intellectual, I do that intellectual gymnastics on them. And I'm like, what, you think you were going to get some fucking horseshit remark? Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro Trump like remark out of me. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, it's not that I'm so yah yah pro Trump. It's like I hate what you people are doing. Like I don't Damn. have to be, you know, I don't have to be like fucking super the other side. I just have to fucking yeah. really really like hate what you're doing. So, yeah. you know, when I, when I when I Dude, use all of those what? comments and I'm like you guys suck. Like you're fucking yeah. shit up and you're like you think yeah. you should be afforded everything without having to like answer for any of it you know yeah dude i fucking like people who like me and when i went to vegas and acted like myself and it went viral i was mentioned on a very popular right-wing podcast and a bunch of conservatives fucking liked me and a bunch of people with blue hair who don't know what gender they are started hating me and telling me that i'm a trump supporter so i followed trump on twitter to troll them even more and people were screenshotting it like look at he follows trump he's a trump supporter it was just so funny to me so like if those people think i'm hilarious and like me i'm not going to be like you know what he has a trump profile picture and he's ruining the country so i'm not talking to this person don't give me your money sir don't support my content don't be friends with me because he's he's a bad guy and that's what everybody that's what the rap songs say now so that's what I'm going to believe. It's like, dude, shut right. the fuck up. As opposed to 15 years ago when you had almost every fucking major mainstream rapper making Donald Trump references, like how much money yeah. they're making in their fucking... Yeah. You know, he was now, this shit 15 years ago, wasn't he? Yeah. Now <laughs> you have innocent Caucasian children getting fucking yelled at at rap concerts because they won't say fuck Donald Trump. Remember that? Right. Yeah, yeah. Did... Did fucking Donald Trump ever, like, meet that kid? He better have given that kid an autographed MAGA hat. I don't know, but the other thing is, like, dude, like, how about I just fucking enjoy your shit? You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't a fucking rally, you know? How about I just enjoy your shit and fucking go home? You know? Yeah, I don't want my shit to be, as I sit here talking about politics in front of an American flag, I don't want shit to be political in any way. <laughs> but it's like, but it's that like that's, in, dude, that's, a part, like, that's a part of what we do, though. You know what I mean? It's a part yeah. of what we do. However, so it's like, it's like, like dude, you know. like you sing through, you sing auto-tune songs and I paid 150 bucks for this ticket, like... <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear your thoughts on life. Just play the hits, yeah. Jethro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Shut up and dribble. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking hate that. It's so funny. You though. know, it's like, but, dude, stop, stop, yeah. you know, stop telling me. And, you know, you could say whatever you want to about the Holly weird crowd and all that shit. But it's like, man, yeah. I just hate all these people telling everybody how to fucking be. And it's like... A, you're hypocritical cocksuckers because you sold your fucking soul to become famous. And you have to go along with everything. Otherwise, you'd be excommunicated and you would go from making $20 million a year to making $2,000 a year come next week and be fucking playing goddamn Lot Lizard Road shows at the fucking <laughs> Flying J, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah we got Lady Gaga's Vince, tuning up on the main stage over here by the showers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Vince McMahon has it right, dude. He fucking sent Kid Rock home from WrestleMania weekend and canceled the whole Undertaker entrance because he decided to go make a comment about body slamming liberals on the fucking stage at WrestleMania. And Vince McMahon was like, listen, this company's apolitical. You're going fucking home. We said no politics. It was fucking strict. It's, you know, that's right. how it is. Meanwhile, and then AEW is Vince, like, if you Vince like Trump, Linda, you're not allowed to come. Yeah, meanwhile, Vince and Linda are like two of the 50 people that Trump follows on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're definitely fucking good to go, you know, on that. And like, come on, Vince, Vince and Linda are, are, are good to go on the Trump train. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah. 110% I mean, positive, they fucking you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? He fucking named Vinny Mac to the business bureau when Corona hit. He was like, he's part of the Corona sure. business bureau. They're Dana White. But I'm just saying, that is, that's their personal life. That's different from sports entertainment, and they don't want their product sure. to be political, which is exactly how I think it fucking should be. That's making a statement. They're like, look at people give NFL shit because they want to go out there and then fucking kneel, whatever. Now, clearly, that's going to be highly allowed, but I don't give a shit about that, but... I, but it's the point is that you know it's not political. It's entertainment and keep. I don't want to fucking watch like Star Wars and have them be like fuck Donald Trump, paching paching, whatever the fuck it is. You know, and I mean, I'm not saying right. that they do that. I'm saying it's entertainment. No, but, Can we well, not well, have well, it? But that's. But and of course, let's you know we got to rehash the AEW shit too a little bit because it's like if you would have told me in a million years that this kind of fucking theater would have been gotten so goddamn political, socially political, I'd have been like, what the fuck? No, yeah, we like Tatanka, we like all of these racist figures, and Papa Shango, right, you know, and Tatanka, yeah. and fucking, you know, all of these fucking guru, like, very racially insensitive fucking, at the, well, in 2020 standards, very racially insensitive characters that we've known to grow in love over the fucking decades. And it's like, really, we had to go that route? Like, we had to, you know, is that what's popping in sports entertainment? That's that's the new shit that everybody's fucking woke and shit. And it's yeah. like, you can't even be a fan. You could just fucking cheer heel. You know, back in the day, you could just cheer heel, you know? Yeah. It, and it wasn't like, no, you're the problem because uh, of your, you know... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hatred of Nyla dude, Rose or whatever. Yeah, no. Dude, even the fucking guy who, uh, the notorious fucking guy sitting next to me at Double or Nothing, who I fucking memed and made famous, and then all the fucking shit ensued, uh, that guy, I even saw him posting on Twitter that he was rooting for the Young Bucks because I was rooting for the fucking Lucha Brothers and he wanted to go against me. It's good old fun. Why does it have to be any further than that? Probably because I took a picture of him and put it on Twitter and tweeted I'm a transphobe. But, I mean, you know. Right. <laughs> well, like I said, this is, not, this is not a fucking rally. You understand? This is not like... Yeah. This is not this is not the fucking Census Bureau or a goddamn yeah, march dude. on Washington. This isn't fucking it's the fucking, fucking Run DMC or whatever they call it. <laughs> right? It's you know just wrestling, dude. You know? Yeah, it's dude. Like, I don't. I can I have my thing? 
Is it, would that yeah, be okay if I just had my thing without all the shit? You know, can't watch yeah. a goddamn football game without fucking you know anything else like that going on. Like they've ruined yeah, Black Lives Matter on the fucking court. I uh, know, and, dude. And basketball yeah. right now, you know, dude, it's just like goddamn, I'm, I'm dude. Fucking bummed Can out. I just I'm have bummed out that? Yeah. No, I, I, um, I, I was fucking just saying, I'm fucking bummed out that I'm not playing fantasy football this year for the first time in like 10 years or some shit, just because like, dude, I don't want to fucking deal with it. You know what I mean? Like I, like it's, it's a mix of COVID and all the political <clears throat> not, shit. Not only that, like, that you know, what, you it know, really like, is dude, a like, luck dude, of the, like, it, it's a luck dude, of like, the draw because your favorite players, your big players might get taken out at some point too. Exactly. You know what I mean? That like, could happen for COVID, or really. uh, or a fucking black guy could be trying to rob a store and then a cop could go try to arrest him and end up shooting him. Then all of a sudden, all the players decide they're not going to play football for the rest of the year. That could happen. Right. Any, literally anything could fucking happen now. They could all get COVID. They could cancel it. They could, the season could go five games. It could go no games. There's no preseason, yeah. so you have no idea what to judge shit on. Like, a lot of times I figure out who I'm going to pick by watching preseason and seeing who's going to fucking ball out and shit like that. So it's like, dude, I'm not going to deal with it. I have bigger shit in my life I can focus on than trying to keep on top of that shit that's going to be a fucking shit show this year. I might just bet on some games on apps or do whatever the fucking shit, just bet yeah. a game here, yeah. bet a game there. Yeah, I don't need to fucking play fantasy and argue with my friends and fucking just fucking be worried about it, trying to keep up with shit like, for a full like year. Said, during, during this whole time, during this whole time, it's been like, you know, uh, and Trump said in the conference the, or, uh, the other day, he said something like, he's like, you know, we're Americans. Like, we need sports. Like, you know, everybody yeah. likes the sports. And it's one thing that unifies this country, and it's turned into a goddamn shit show, essentially. That's that's not per- verbatim, but, you know, that's essentially, yeah. like, what it is, where it's like, where it's like everybody's been stuck in. We haven't been able to watch sports this whole time. It's been like over the summer, so, like, there's no new, there's really been, like, no new, like, television shows that are coming out that everybody's, like, you know, amped to see, because they usually run them in spring or fall, and it's like, fuck, dude, like, you know, and not to say, like, we're just mindless entertainment drones as Americans, but it's like, fuck, you you took away our jobs and told us, you you took away our jobs and told us to stay in the house for five fucking months, like, what do you expect, you know, like, yeah. Dude, yeah, can so we have many, television? Dude, you know. Yeah, I I actually ended up talking about this on a lot of podcasts around when the whole Nyla shit, Nyla Rose shit was going on. So I was explaining to people how I usually act at sporting events. But dude, a lot right. of my best memories in life, literally from when I was like a little kid. I remember when I was Boston, when I was little, and I lived in Boston with just me, my mom, and my sister, and we, and we were fucking poor. And my mom taking me to Bruins games, and us sitting like all the way up at the fucking tippity top. And just being at a Bruins game, being like, this for a little kid, it's fucking awesome. This is the shit. You don't yeah. You don't. You don't yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I saw yeah. I saw plenty of Atlanta like, Braves games dude, from the nosebleeds, like, you know. Yeah, it's fine. Then, then, dude, from there, then when I got older, I started liking wrestling. We had a family friend who worked in the business, got me, like, front row tickets to all the WWE shit for free. So I grew up going to that. Then between going to baseball games with my fucking dad and even going to baseball games with, with, with uh, my stepdad and all my stepbrothers and going to fucking boxing events with all my friends and concerts, events are fucking really important, dude, to all of America. Like, you fucking work, and then that's, what that's like, the, that, in my opinion, is one of the most fucking fun things to do between 
like music festivals are fucking awesome. All that shit is so important. It's so many fucking memories. They teach you shit My- like, as a person. Like when you're in large groups of people, you see shit that you don't see in a fucking suburb where you live. Oh, you know what I mean? Fucking hey, dude, so we used to have to park. You, you live in a major city, which you know, if you're going to a major yeah. sporting event, you're you you it, even if you live in the suburbs, you have to at least travel to like the inner city where the arenas are or whatever. And it's like when I was a kid, dude, you know, we had to park like three miles away and fucking walk like two or three miles to get to the stadium and shit. And I mean, this is downtown Atlanta, dude, you would see some wild shit. And I'm like seven, eight years old. And it's like, you learn to fucking like, you know, you got, you got some kid that doesn't want that. You got a problem with in a fucking grocery store that will try to touch everything and won't hold your hand and all that. Take him. Take them downtown to a fucking game, yeah, and they'll fucking oh cl- they'll be clinched. You'll you'll have to walk with that kid completely latched onto your leg because you see some wild shit that they ain't ready yeah. for. You don't have to Dude. you don't have to tell them to hold my hand or to uh, not yeah. wander out in the fucking street because shit is wild already. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we would park a mile from Gillette Stadium because that yeah. was like like the, the closest shit. Like if you park at Gillette, it's sixty, and then right outside it's fifty. Then it's like forty. You go a little further down, it's thirty. A little bit further, it's twenty. And my dad would be a Jew and park at the twenty dollar place, like far ass fucking down. And we'd m- walk a fucking mile there. And one time, dude, we just saw a dildo on the side of the road. Just sitting there. Just a fucking dick, dude. Just sitting there. Just walking with my dad. We're like, oh, look at dick. And it's just fucking sitting there on the fucking road. It's fucking hilarious. You just see random ass fucking shit, dude. Like, events are dude, so important. Dude, you see It goes back to gladiators. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to gather yeah. the masses and see the greats go to combat. Yeah. And, I mean, like, for me, like, I... Uh, I stopped watching a lot of shit for a couple years after I first got into a lot of this stuff, like, as hardcore as I was. I was like, eh, I don't care. Like, I still watch my college football games, and that was it. And I just watched my team, and I didn't give a fuck about anything else. I didn't keep up with any of it, you know. But I felt like when this, when a lot of this, like, liberty movement shit and stuff like that first started out, like – People make you feel bad, like, oh, sports ball, huh? Like, you, you care about that shit when there's, uh, there's just bread and circus, man. There's so much other shit going on. And, you know, I bought into it a little bit for a couple years, but then I'm like, look, man, I can't, like, anybody that goes that hardcore for that long, like, you just can't, it's unsustainable. Yeah. You can't do it. You need to or relax, you drive dude. yourself crazy. But it's also like, yeah, hey, dude. this is my thing. This is my little thing. Can I just have my little thing? Yeah. And not have to be yeah, like that, dude. like a cock smoker, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Whoever the fucking president is is always going fishing, fucking golfing, whatever golfing, the fuck president is. Yeah. yeah, you got to fucking turn the brain off sometimes, dude. Like, like I fucking worked for a few days straight uploading all these fucking episodes and cataloging them. And then after that, I was like, I need to just watch something and just be dumb for a few hours. You know what I mean? You shouldn't get in a habit of consuming 24 hours a day and not fucking doing anything. But we, like, in order to produce great content, you need to take in shit. You need to be entertained in order to entertain. Sure. Sure, yeah. you just gotta have a balance. Like, every, what everybody eventually learns is that you gotta have a balance, you know? 
Like, there's got to be a balance yeah. somewhere in there. So it's like you can't be inundated. Like, you might be the smartest shit in your field or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's like if that's all you take in every day, like, you're more than likely going to wind up, like, driving yourself out of your own tree at that point, you know, if you yeah. don't start to have some sort of balance with it all, you know? Definitely. Yeah, balance is fucking key, dude. For everything, dude. You need to have a fucking like I, I like people tell me that I do too many things, right? And sometimes I think maybe I should just focus on one thing. But like I can focus on dab swords, but I can't do that twenty four hours a day. It's not in my power. Right. So I need to have yeah. multiple things so when one thing isn't going and I go just as hard and fucking everything. I'm doing podcasting. Tomorrow I'm gonna go work on swords. Then the next day I'm gonna go ride my fucking bike and get videos of that. And I fucking do everything. And I, I think, it, like, yeah, the, you just need to have multiple the fucking only, I, Yeah, and I've got, I've got plenty of different interests, too, but it's like, you know, the only thing that that, and I mean, like, throughout my entire life, but the only, like, downside of that is, like, there's only been, like, one or two things that I actually get, like, super good at, you know what I mean, that I'm into yeah. enough and do enough that, like, I'm super good at, but it's like, you know, most of the shit that I do hobby-wise or whatever, it's like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not terrible, but I'm, like, completely mediocre at, you know, I'm nothing special, but yeah. it's like, that's what I enjoy, that's what I enjoy doing. You know, I played yeah. fucking instruments. I played instruments for, like, almost, like, like, for, like, 25 years now, you know, and I'm not great at any of them, you know, but I can put something yeah. together, you know. Yeah, but it's like I, I think love I'm fucking pretty good. Yeah, over the past like three or four years, I think I've gone pretty good at podcasting and radio. You fucking seen it, dude? You met me when I like just started fucking radio, and I would call in the yeah. super show. That was like the first show that I ever like called into as like a guest. You know what I mean? And I would fucking call your show, and you guys would call my show. And I was, like, just starting. I did not know how to do radio. would end up just letting Kent rant for three hours sometimes. Like, just fucking horrible fucking shit. It would just be... Then but eventually you, know, you, you learn how to handle yeah. crazy people. And you learn how to fucking handle everything. And now I've fucking 100%. gotten better and better. Yeah, and I, so I think I've gotten better at that. I think, like, I probably haven't gotten much better at rapping over the last couple of years while I've been doing podcasting, but that's something I want to work on more through the next year. I've been talking to Obi about that, too. Going to fucking work with him on some shit. And then, uh, I, yeah, I'm getting better at making video, too. That's another thing I'm getting fucking good at. That was, like, the whole purpose of me buying this computer was I wanted to be able to get better with fucking producing a video, which is how we're on fucking YouTube right now and all my vlogs and all that shit. So I'm fucking, I figure out what I want to do and I conquer it. And I don't let anybody tell me that I fucking can't. All my friends think I'm fucking delusional because I, in my mind, I'm like the most famous person in the world. And I tell my friends right. I'm famous and they're like, they're like, in, in the fucking group chat, they said that I'm not playing fantasy football this year because I have enough fantasies going on in my head. And I was like, hey, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll fucking see when I'm famous and you guys aren't. And, you know, I'm still going to be friends but, with him. But, but that's the other thing, know. too, is, like, you really, like, have to have, like, nothing. Like, there's nothing else stopping you, you know. Like, for me, it was, like, I, I love doing a lot of stuff. But it was, like, you know, me making sure that I'm doing what I need to do to, like, have a good life and to, yeah, you yeah, know, you my, fam my, 
and my family, you know, I, yeah. like since my early 20s, it's always like been my focus and my drive to like want to That's do better, good, dude. you know. But it's like, yeah. but it's like, dude, I like, you, I like, I like that, doing dude. so much stuff, right? Yeah. But I like doing dude. so much other stuff where yeah. it's, it's inconsequential the outcome. It's like, dude, I really yeah. like doing a lot of different shit, but it's also like, I'm not like we've got a friend, you know, that like her boyfriend is a guy that she's been with for like 15 fucking years and he's still like the band's gonna make it man and he's ah, not playing the weekend type oh shit oh my They're, god they, they play like metalcore and he's still like the band's gonna make it and they've got three kids to get you know oh what i mean like god. it's it's like it's a mess yeah, when you cool. look at it it's like dude, dude you look you can the band's gonna make it but if if you want to put as much time into that as you want to, it's like you're also going to have to, like, work to provide for your family just as hard. You can't yeah. just sit back and go, yeah. like, oh, well, I just can will it into fucking existence, you know? Like, yeah, you're gonna have that to, doesn't it's happen gonna to have, people. You're going to have to look at it like a job and say, look, while the kids are in school from fucking eight to fucking two, I work on my band, and then when I pick them up, it's father time. You got to do something right. like that. And, dude, that is what right. I've always fucking respected with you and what I've always fucking loved about you is normally when I fucking meet people that are in a position like you, they don't want to admit it and they don't like it. And they want to be me and fucking do, like, what I'm doing and don't understand why it's not going to, like, work. You know what I mean? And they're, like, yeah. fucking super – They get, it, well, it gets to be, like, you know, like the fucking it, dentist situation. It's delusional. Yeah, well, it's also delusional yeah. and hard to. It's hard for people to realize that it's like you're not beholden to anything else. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do, man. And yeah. it's like, yes, that makes people, you know, overall. I, I would just be like, collectively, like makes people that you would think, like in my situation, envious. And it's like, do I wish that I could, you know, do this or had the time to do that? Sure, you know. Of course, yeah, you know, it's a I would like to have more time. Like, dude, dude, when I fucking have a kid, I'm going to go just as hard on that as I go on the podcasts and the trolling and the fucking swords and right. all that. You know what I mean? It's sure. a fucking another thing. It's like that's how I approach everything, and that's why I'm successful. And that's how it has to fucking be. You know what I mean? You have to right. keep, keep the same energy as the kids say nowadays. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I mean. It's like, dude, you chose to live a life. So it's like you got to do your best to rock ass on all aspects of it. Yeah. And it's like, do and I fall dude, short of a lot of stuff? Sure. But it's like I'm still making it happen, dude. You know, it's I, yeah. I don't know what the American dream looks like for everybody else, but it's like I know my dream. And every year I'm getting closer and closer to being like, I don't have to put forth as much effort and making more money and fucking being able to do more of what I want to do with my family and stuff, you know? So it's like, yeah, what, that's a no brainer to me. You know, that's, that's what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That, that's the fucking American dream. Fucking provide for yourself and the family. You know, there's something else I was going to say, but I'm fucking stoned to the fucking Sorry, dude. phone. And fucking forget it. No, it's all good. It, it'll it'll fucking come back to me because it wasn't a fucking lie. Oh yeah, but yeah. Dude. I'm like I'm I like got it again. Yeah. I, I fucking got it Go again. For it. Mm. I've been playing the fucking Tony Hawk video game, and that shit, like I played that when I was a kid. And one of the levels is like at a school, 
So I'm playing that, and it's taking me back to, like, my childhood and then thinking about school, and then it's September, so it's back to school. And that's making me, like, miss being a kid and going back to school and back to school shopping. And then I'm like, oh, man, like, yeah, like, that that would actually be fun to have a kid and, like, do that shit, you know what I mean? That's, but mainly, yeah, the mean, main time that I, the, the fucking main time that I ever think about it would be fun to have a kid is at wrestling events, because it's all fucking kids, and it's like this, like, I went with my dad and my mom as a kid and have a bunch of memories with my parents at wrestling events, so I'm like, when I have a kid, that would definitely be a dope thing to share. And it's like, right now, if you have a kid, you don't even gotta go back to school or go to events. It fucking sucks. You just got to deal with that little shit in the house, and it's going to fucking blow. Yeah, <laughs> it is, and, I got, I, and you know, we got three of them here, so it's like, but it's also like, for me, I'm going, um, you know, starting to, like, try to put money away to go, like, I don't know what this year's tax season's going to look like, but, like, I'm stashing money nonetheless and being like, well, if we get, it. you know, a good bit of cash you know by the time that all of this stuff is over that like i want to go up to the mountains and shit you know what i mean and take my like do family vacations and shit because for us it's like let's go somewhere for a day or two you know that's usually like a you know family member or whatever and like that's what our vacations look like you know we don't get to go like fuck everybody like we don't want to see anybody else like i'm taking me and my wife and the kids and we're gonna go do this you know and it's like we desperately need more of that shit and not only that but it's like it's hard to assess right now because everybody's up each other's ass you know you talk about pre-covid times you might as well be talking about the fucking dinosaurs at this point like it's just become everybody's life you know it's hard to imagine like what the shit's gonna look like after all this shit much less you know, remember how it was before, you know? Right. Yeah. So uh, I fucking just, don't know. Strange times, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know what it's going to fucking look like after this shit, dude. I just hope it's not too fucked up. I'm not even sure if we're live on YouTube right now. The live might not be working, but it's definitely recording video, and it's definitely streaming somewhere. I don't know where the fuck Good it's deal. going. But and we're fucking live on Blog Talk, so... We're, We'll be fucking fine. But, uh, yeah, man. This fucking Friday Night Super Show. Dab comedy. We fucking here. We queer. We ain't going nowhere. You know? Speak for yourself. <laughs> faggot. I mean, I, I'm not Speak gay, yourself, but faggot. gay dudes want to fuck me, dude. I'm just saying, dude. If I was gay, I'd be fucking the most hottest ripped dudes, bro. You wouldn't even, you know? I'd be fucking... I'd have a bunch of Italian pole boys. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'd be fucking crushing it. It's fucking hilarious, dude. It's so funny that, like, that's the that's the worst. Like, I don't know if this guy was gay or he's fucking nice. It's fucking 2020. I don't know. He might want to chop our dicks off together and fucking move to Virginia or something. I don't know, man. Shit. He must I have, no have, idea he must have made fucking... a lasting impression on you. That's all I'm saying. Like, dude, it was just <laughs> weird, dude. He's never given a dude my number in Whole Foods before. I was like, I don't know what this dude's fucking deal is. I wouldn't have given weird. him my fucking number. That's why I was laughing when you said that, because I made the joke. Like, So you gave him your number, and I was like, no, you didn't even say I gave him my number. I said it 
jokingly, and then you were like, yeah. yeah, so he texts me, and I was like, what the fuck, you gave that dude your dude, number? Dude, like, like, no, what am I going to say? He's like, he said he's, in, he's no. friends with millionaires and knows about business. I was like, all right, I'll give a business guy. It's like giving my, my, my fucking business card, you know? I was like, whatever. Oh, but maybe he's yeah, a homosexual no one, no and wants ever, to shove, no, no shove up a fish No one's ever a in that world. <laughs> yeah, I know, for real. That's why I didn't answer. I don't have any... Dude, people... So, I, I fucking took... my I fucking... I wanted this vegan rap. Not vegan, just a vegetarian rap. From like, there's this fucking organic... I know, this is getting gayer and gayer as the story goes on. So... There's this fucking vegan place in Boston. It's all like organic, dank shit. It's actually really good. And like, I like some shit there, but my girlfriend doesn't want to eat there because she thinks it's gross. Even though she eats like baby birds and shit, she won't eat fucking vegan food. So, uh, she didn't want to fucking go there. So I fucking she got like the recipe online how to make the thing I like there. So I went and I got all the shit that we fucking need to make it. And it's like a fucking healthy ass wrap with like eggs and broccoli and kale and all this fucking healthy shit fucking has it has a yeast infection in it all this fucking good shit and then i've i fucking took a picture of it and because it's all healthy and shit i said i'm tom brady and like some dude on my snapchat took that as like i'm mailing drugs like i'm quarterbacking drugs like off my picture of a rap is like let me know bro i need work like, let me know if you're actually doing that. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm taking pictures of organic food. I'm not shit-mailing right. anybody drugs. And then somebody else on it, somebody... But the thing is, is like, there was a point when I didn't have anything going on, and I was just thought I was the man because I was get 18 direct, and selling weed. You, you get, like, direct messages from dudes that are, like, trying to tell you that they can fit a fucking entire, like, two-pound quarter block of hash up their ass. It's like, here's pictures, yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's basically the type of I shit I get. I can mule for you if and, you want to. <laughs> yeah, you know? and dude, it definitely is kind of like, I definitely kind of see how famous people feel, because when you have people that are actually fans and, like, follow you on you a regular basis. You get fucking weirdos, man. Yeah, you get dude, like, weirdos, I don't know. Even at our level. I don't know. Yeah, like, there's people on Snapchat, like, it says friends on the top, and those are people I know. Then under it is other users, and it's just a shitload of people I don't know who just follow me, right? So they right. watch my actions every day, but I don't know who they are. So they, like, think, like, we're friends. But then they're also, like, excited to talk to me because, like, they're, like, are a fan. So when they message me about stupid shit, they definitely try to, like, keep the conversation going. Like, they'll be like, where did you get your bike? I'm like, dude, I posted in every fucking Snapchat. There's a link. You can literally swipe up on my last 10 Snapchats and see where I got my bike, you know what I mean? And shit like that. Then they just try to keep the fucking conversation going. But, like, one guy yesterday was, like, like talking about, like, sword or I don't know what the fuck this motherfucker is messing me about. But then he's, like, message me if you ever want to work together. So I, like, assume he either does podcasts or, like, art or something. And I'm like, yeah, man, sure, what do you, you gotta, do? With what we do, yeah, you got a network. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, but it's hard to differentiate, too. You know? Yeah, they mess saying let's work together. I'm like, maybe they want to do a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, right. man, what do you do? And he's like, right now I just trap. I was like, yeah, well, I'm not really looking to trap, but if you ever want to, like, do a podcast, let me know. You know what I mean? What, you mean, like, <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. Do you mean, like, like beats or, like, beavers? <laughs> Like, like trap, what oh, what kind trap of trap are you like, talking about? Like sell drugs in the trap, in the streets. 
Gotcha. Drug okay. <laughs> drug dealer. He's my fans. And uh, he's like, yeah, let me know. Yeah, I love to work with a stranger on Snapchat and sell drugs over the internet. Sounds like a sounds like smart. See, that's you know? funny because like in my in my world, somebody tells me that they trap. They they're like uh, you know setting up shit for like to get like beaver pelts and shit like that. Like you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. they they, liter- they literally trap. trap. They literally trap animals. Like you know what I mean? Like that's that's my world, dude. <laughs> this fucking retard I know who is a fucking like he's your like. You know, you, you like you know the memes of like white people in like board shorts and dockers that says like says like fucking a hundred dollars an eighth for him and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. It's always like, like, like that. it was like, always like if if my dad was a my dad is a lawyer is a person you know shit like that like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they they always got board shorts. Trust me, I went to high school with a shit ton of them on the coast of South Carolina. Fucking pink polos and fucking khaki shorts and boat shoes, you know, and you're like 16 years old trying to de- dress like your dad, thinking you're the shit, you know, or whatever, but yeah, those, fuck those people, wait, I don't like any of them. Yeah, wait, what the fuck were we just talking about? I'm fucking stoned. Hundred, $100 for an eighth type of dude, the, board, the, the Yeah, yeah, like, like right before that. I don't know, you were saying something about that and trap housing and... Oh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I'm fucking stone, dude. Sorry, man. I don't, I don't mean know. to cut you off, but it's like we got to we got to do a bit, bit of back and forth if this shit's going to work. No, right. dude. <laughs> you didn't cut me off. You didn't cut me off. I'm just fucking this fucking space cadet over here. But yeah, right. people with fucking fucking you hundred dollar the devil cocksucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are we saying about that? Fucking trapping Someone said they want to fucking trap. And he, and he said you, trap. Know, you had some dude that was like one of those fucking board short fucking polo wearing motherfuckers. It was like $100 for an eighth. You could charge him $100 for an eighth or some shit like that. I fucking I'm giving you everything you said, dude. I'm, not, I'm telling you, I'm giving I you everything you said. I started talking about that type of person for a reason. And I forget why I started talking about that type of person. Because people I'm on fucking... Snapchat are getting getting a hold of you, wanting to start trap houses with you, and you're like, oh, like, nah, like, this yeah. is a this is a organic food <laughs> that yeah, you're posting dude. on Snapchat yeah. or whatever. Where was I going with that? I'm a fucking retard. Oh well, we got fucking. <laughs> dude, I've given stuff. I've given you everything no, that no, you it, said. It, I, I know. <laughs> I know. Dude, this happened to me multiple times on this show, but I brought it back every time. Most of the time, I just let you talk, and then I and I remembered what we were talking about again through what you were saying, but I, I couldn't right. do it this time. <laughs> well, you win some, you lose some, sir. Yeah. Fuck. $50 a gram. Fucking <laughs> the board motherfuckers. I don't know, man. We got 10 minutes left. Nine minutes and fifty seconds, and then we're out of here. It is a fucking good show, dude. This is a great show. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Spotify isn't giving us a hundred million dollars. Well, no, we'll get definitely there. not. But you know, I think it was nice. Like we didn't even pre-plan anything. We just fucking got on yeah. and did our shit. Like so, it, with oh. that, with that you in know? mind, you know. Yeah, that was fucking good, dude. Yeah, like we've right. been doing the episodes Ari Shafir style. But now we just fucking went in and had a good, goofy old fucking time. 
and it's fucking fun, and that's what we fucking do here, you know what I'm saying, on the fucking Friday Night Super Show, it's my show now, that's what oh, well, well. <laughs> I don't know, the rest of the weekend, I still have more of those fucking organic fucking wraps in the fucking fridge. So I'm going to eat one of those after this and fucking play Tony Hawk. I might go oh, do a fucking... Yeah? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You might no. go do what? I, I want to do a fucking YouTube video with a range test on my bike where I take it from full charge all the way down to zero. So I might just go zip around town and drain the whole fucking battery down and record it. How long does that take to do that? Probably take a couple hours, maybe more. That's what I'm saying. Are you, what, are you gonna make like a three or four hour video? Like through it, I'll have to stop and change the battery and the GoPro a couple times, and then I'll just fucking take out Jesus. the good stuff. If you gotta change out the battery and the GoPro before you have, to, <laughs> I guess you got a decent bike then. You know, like <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so much fun riding it around at night when there's no cars. I went out from 1:30 a.m. to 3 a.m. the other night. Just no cars. I'm just ripping around at 28 miles an hour with my fucking halo helmet and my metal gloves. It's like, yeah, I'm the man. Just fucking cruising through the fucking streets. It's fucking awesome. And I got the new one on the fucking way. ASAP Rocky wishes he had the bike that I have on the way. They'll probably give him a free right. one because they're good with Mark. They fucking hooked me up. But, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, we're going to go. I've got like a – got to figure out what the hell's going on. We got Sunday afternoon. Like – Monday is Labor Day, so, like, the kids don't have school and shit, and I probably won't go to work and all that, you know, because UPS ain't running or nothing like that, but we're going out to my wife's uncle's house to shoot guns, and I got my wife that gun for her birthday, so we'll be able to do that, and I got, like, a 12-pound pork loin I probably got to smoke at some point, like, overnight tomorrow, so that'll be cool. Rich liberals, (laughs) rich liberals spend their money on Max, and rich conservatives spend their money on guns. Yeah, dude. It's like, man, I went and bought targets and fucking um, some earmuffs for my wife and uh, a couple boxes of rounds today. It was fresh, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna get to go fucking shoot that shit. And I'm also like, you know, I'm super happy to go do that shit have my wife do it too now because you know the more like we're doing all this shit at home and increasingly like you know she's here with the kids when i gotta go to work and you know some shit pops off and you know some fucking you know scumbag from down the street that hadn't been living a good covid life you know wants to come ransack anything you know i know my wife could you know handle business Hell yeah. I feel yeah, like, like a woman who whip. shoots an pistol intruder is going to talk so much no. easier. A oh, woman who shoots an intruder is going to so much easier. Yeah. It's not even going to be a, a hell question. hell a lot easier than me. It's like he chased yeah, me just, down the street, and it's like, well, never mind the, the 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 blood that I had to drag him back onto my property from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I was a girl and a guy tried to break into my house, I would murder him and then take his dick out after and say he was going to rape me. Well, that's like, for us, like, the kids are always the insurance policy because, like, if you got three kids, you know, I got three kids living here. It's like, dude, I'm not fucking. And the other thing is, is, like, our house, like, all the kids are on one side of the house, their bedrooms, and then ours is on the other side. 
and it's like if I come out of my room, I've got these awesome nine millimeter like these drywall rounds. So one of my mags is just filled up with these drywall rounds that they'll do the damage if they hit something, but like they won't go through the drywall. So it's like I don't have to worry about like missing something and then hitting one of my kids at night or whatever. Yeah. So it's like that's my that's my like ready to go. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like if for that's home intrusions. Crazy. Yeah, dude. That's fucking I'm all about, I'm all about it, dude. Fucking Yeah. Have have we I got, you we seen got the fucking tactical the fucking Dave here, Chappelle like, bit? Dave Chappelle bit with the bullets with the buckshot birdshot buckshot birdshot. Mm-mm. Oh, you never seen no, that bit? Seen that. Oh, it's on one of his fucking Netflix specials. I like I just remember it really good because I saw him work it out in Boston when I went and saw him live with John Stewart and that was I one watched, of the I watched all of those. Yeah, yeah, I watched all of those. But of I haven't watched them enough. I haven't watched them enough to retain the jokes. Like I remember it was funny as yeah. fuck, you know, but like yeah. all of those specials that he's been doing for Netflix, but uh I just I yeah. haven't re- I, I'll have to revisit that cuz I love That Chappelle. was like one of the coolest yeah. things for me, dude, because you always hear people on podcasts talk about working out a bit and then filming the special and all that shit. And then yeah, like when yeah. I, when I, when I saw Dave Chappelle and John Stewart, were going to be in Boston. I didn't know like what it was. I just knew that seeing Dave Chappelle is a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I'm going to buy five Absolutely. tickets. I, Absolutely. I went by myself. I bought a single ticket on like StubHub and I just went and sat by myself and they fucking locked up our phones and I just remember him doing his whole bit, and, like, I remembered everything he did. And then when I saw the Netflix special, it was interesting to see what he, what worked and what I've didn't. Seen, like, we got to see, like, I know we got to wrap up, but, like, me and my wife got to see uh, Tom Segura work out bits for Mostly Stories oh, for yeah. that special. Um, I got to see Bill Burr um, work out. I forget the one. It was from 2012, like, the... It was something like, I wanted to say they're all going to laugh at you, but that was the Adam Sandler uh, album. It was whatever uh, special he came out with in 2012. Like, it doesn't it doesn't matter, some shit like that anyway. But, yeah, yeah. I got to see a hand. And that's always fun to remember, like, oh, I remember that bit. And then you remember how polished it gets by the time they're actually shooting. And yeah, stuff. So yeah. That, and then I fun I, to see. I actually got to see Joe Rogan film a special, so that was pretty cool as well. Cool, man. Fucking, Hell yeah. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, dude, we'll, well fucking wrap yeah, this shit up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Hell yeah. Thank you, man, for fucking being here, as always, bro. We're fucking rocking and rolling. Too sweet. And uh, yeah, we'll fucking see everybody next week. Fucking catch you cocksuckers later. Hit a Get fucking, the wolf pack hit a on. Fuck out of here. Oh,